Welcome to Soundscape Crusaders, a music discovery podcast where we pair music with media. Join co-hosts Nate and Levi on this journey as we dive deep and examine one song and episode, discuss what we love about it, and then pair it with something that emotionally and tonally coincides with the song. All right. Before we start, I want to talk a little bit about Predator and Prey and all of yeah. that. Yeah. We, we've all watched it, right? Yes. No. Yeah. I've seen it twice. <laughs> I know you have, Preston. <laughs> that was directed towards Nate. <laughs> yeah. no, I've seen it twice, bro. It's good. I, I was thinking about watching it again soon. I watched um, it with I'm going to watch brother. it again soon. I watched it with my brother. We watched it in Comanche. It's fucking dope. Mm. It's good. I've heard the Comanche dub is really dope. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. I'd recommend, highly recommend. I mean, I, I think we all loved Prey, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I... <laughs> yeah. I, I oh, yeah. What's your five-star rating, Nate? I, I know he, Preston's on Letterboxd. I'm on Letterboxd, so I know Preston's. It's out of five, right? Uh, yeah, you can do half stars, though, so I guess technically ten. Okay. I'd say probably four and a half. It was really good. Four and a half, I yeah. Really... Predator's five. Predator one, yeah. five across the board. So fucking good. Yeah. Those are my exact uh, ratings of the first and the, the latest are five star yeah. predator, four and a half for, for prey. It's and I and I thought long and hard about my rating right after I watched it. I mm-hmm. was like, Am I this hyped? We'll get into the reasons, I guess, when we start recording, but I was like We are recording. Oh, we are. Hi, I'm pressing. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um um no, but I, I thought about it for, for a hot minute after I wrote the actual body of, of the review. I was like, is this, do I want to go over four? Because to me, like, uh, 2022 has been a year, and I've expressed this to a few of my close friends and even people I podcast with, where I feel like it's a year of me not going to the theater that often, because there's honestly not yeah. a lot that's appealing to, me, appealing to me. And uh, I think I told... Uh, on, on an upcoming pod I'm on with, uh, uh, I'll shout out at the end of the show, but I was just like, yeah, the only things that are in theaters right now are horror movies and Baz Luhrmann. And I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely not going to support Baz. I'm sorry. Um, that's fine. But bro, that white boy clip that's been <laughs> making rounds around Twitter. I'm like, wow, they really did that. Like, and see, shit. like, that's a great meme, but like, I feel like that's what, Baz makes his movies for now we're getting off topic but this is what happens when i'm on the podcast Sorry, yeah guys. yeah but uh <laughs> Baz makes movies for memes because all i remember about the great gatsby is like the give me an oscar thing which isn't the, yeah or the 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 glass are you yeah. mr gatsby <laughs> jay-z in the 20s i'm good on that anyways um but Yo, that soundtrack kind of slapped though there's some songs on that i i did good. yeah we i think we talked about this on our one one of our movie chats no, well, I well, sorry for people who like Baz Luhrmann. No offense. No, but um, uh, going Take back off. to Prey, like I was like, okay, well, is this four and a half because I haven't seen a lot this year that's modern? Because uh, I still mm. consume a lot of movies; they're just not from you know recent years. But um, I was like, no, like considering the pedigree of the series, considering Dan Trattenberg's talent. Um, and what he brings to the table, I think he was, he proved to be the person I didn't know the Predator brand needed, um, considering the strength of, cause he's a podcaster himself. So he spends arguably just as much time pondering film and talking about it with 
other fervent movie fans as much as he does probably working on other projects. Cause uh, I believe his, the only movie he's directed is 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I think right. is the best of, of the three films. And I like the first Cloverfield, but what Easily. he does with that second is just next level. It's intense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it begins with a Saul Bass title sequence that lets you know up front. Okay. This is, this is my rear window Hitchcock thriller, but it's, it's also a little bit of rope like with the claustrophobia contained setting. And I think he's amazing with actors. Um, he's yeah. very sparse with the actors he uses. He's clearly very choosy about them. But I thought it was interesting with Prey. And I think this speaks to his talent that he went from pretty, I wouldn't say, honestly, I don't think Mary Elizabeth Winstead is a household name, to be honest. Uh, much like Nathan Fillion, she's been in a lot of great geek projects that have not taken off initially. And uh, I, sure. see, I see her career as kind of like a, a Fillion Bruce Campbell type. But um, obviously, John Goodman's grandfathered. You know, he's, he's a legend. But to go from that to making star, to directing star making performances, like from Am Amber Mid Thunder, um, who uh, I believe the, um, one of her only things of note up until this point was Legion, which I heard the first season was great. Um, and um, I forget the, the, the gentleman's name, Dakota. Dakota. Beavers. 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 That's it. That's it. Yeah, that dude was fucking dope. He yeah, was that, so he's never done any. I think this was like his, that was first, his first. Yeah. Which is crazy because he was great. Yeah. He was, he was so fantastic. Good. Yeah. I thought the, yeah, I thought their performances were next level. And that's something too that like, because in talking to you and, and Nate, like I know I've said before, like horror is not my thing, whatever, but okay. I have to eat my words in a, in a case like this because for two reasons, one, I'm a sucker for predator movies. Um, we, we've talked about it before, but like even, even there, there's a couple ones and I'm sure they're going to bring up they're going to be brought up tonight. There's a couple ones that people, most people just like outright hate that. I'm just like, uh, I, I enjoyed it. What do I say? You know? Yeah. Um, and, and, but most importantly, and I think is very salient to this take on prey is that, uh, Dan Trattenberg, I mean, he's one of those directors who's like, okay, People do like horror if it's done this way. And I'm not saying it has to be done a certain way. If, if you love the genre, if you consume every fucking cult movie of the 80s that has a $10 budget, more power to you. That, that, I, I'm just I not have, made that way. I have something to add to that because I've done a lot of thinking about this. Go ahead. And, and the predator, Yelcha, if you will, the species... <laughs> I've been doing a lot of reading and listening, Nate. Um, I was telling Preston that I was listening to a lot of uh, like lore about predators <laughs> before this, but uh, it, the the predator as a horror villain, as a as an iconic horror character, works the best when the predator doesn't know that he's a horror character. So if you think about the first movie, he is a big game hunter. That's his goal. His goal isn't to like scare people. His goal isn't to cause horror. He just wants to find the most powerful person in his vicinity and neutralize it. Prey does the same thing very well. It respects that. When you look at a lot of the other um, Predator movies that don't really hit it quite right. I just recently watched Predators and I 
liked it a lot less this time around. Predators treated the predator like horror characters where they would do things outside of their motivation in order to just do quote unquote scary things. And it like just to make scary moments or, you know, horror monster moments. Whereas in the first one, he doesn't do any of that. Everything he does is self-motivated um, and at, by his goal. And his goal is to hunt. Mm. And Prey does the same thing very well. It's um, consistent. Yeah. And I, I would even say Predator 2 does it very well. Um, and then I think the rest of them, like the Predator, no way. The Predator has them doing all kinds of things that just is not in character. Um, was that the Shane so, Black one? Yeah. Yeah. Which is no, crazy because I never you saw think, that one. You would think that that one would be like, oh, it's Shane Black, like returning to the story, and and it, I don't know. Is it that bad? I think like the first two thirds are salvageable, but then the last third of the movie just completely goes nuts and off the rails. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a studio thing or a Shane Black thing. It doesn't feel very Shane Black, but mm-hmm. um, that's just me. Okay, so I, I did rewatch Predator 2 this past weekend. I know it has a bit of a cult following. Um, a lot of people would even argue that it's still the best of the, of the, the series, the, the, at least the solo installments. No. And uh, <laughs> I think it's a solid, yeah. I, I, that, ain't, that, ain't, that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. I, <laughs> I, I genuinely think, uh, rewatching it, I do think it's a solid enough installment. Um, I mm-hmm. wish I could. I wish I could like it more and even love it like many people do, but I definitely think it's a nostalgia thing. Much yeah. like now, mm-hmm. I will say, like I grew up in the AVP period, so my nostalgia for that first movie is less justifiable than nostalgia for Predator Two, and I fully admit that. But right um, with Predator Two, um, I think Stephen Hopkins, like Levi said, I think he does a good job uh, with honoring the first movies predator aspects i think i think the villainy is is good i think it's it's an interesting idea to have essentially a, a lethal weapon la crime kind of thing with uh, it's a great idea it's it's a it's an amazing idea yeah where it doesn't work for me is it's that damn midsection like yes. anytime anytime the movie ceases to be about danny glover i mean i like the gary Busey parts he's it's 90s Busey. He hands it up in, in the, right. the best way possible. The good parts but are great. The good parts are great, but whenever it goes off into killing people who he's worked with or he's working with and you're supposed to care, the movie doesn't do that. Whereas yeah. that first Predator, I've always said, is the definitive movie of that 80s style of action. And what I mean by that is... It has the the cheesy Okuchima, it has the the quotable lines, it has the machimus, but you genuinely feel terrified yeah. for, for for Dutch, for Bill Duke's character, for Carl Weathers, even though Carl Weathers is playing arguably the, the, the scurviest person in that ensemble. Right. You feel for him because the situation is bigger than themselves, which putting into context the mantles of, of action stars that they were encompassing, that's really incredible. And I think I don't think Predator 2 lives up to that. Yeah. Um, now, Predators, um, and, I, and I'll get to my, my points about the Predator in a minute, but Predators, legitimately, I I saw when it literally the year it came out. Um, I'll be frank, I don't remember much about it. Um, 
I remember it's a movie I just never feel the need to return to, mainly because I remember I personally remember like thinking it was decent, like thinking it was like fine. That's what I thought too, yeah. And but like it's such a retreat of the original movie with a lot of miscasting. And it, and I remember I remember the opening being great, like where they're like falling down. I don't know how that's aged in 2022, but I was like, oh shit, they're, they're falling out of the plane. Oh god, it's badass. Yeah. But then it's I'll just a, watch Overlord. It's a great but, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great opening though because like that's the fastest you get into the action out of most of the predator movies you know even yeah, yeah. It, usually it takes like the first chunk of the movie to even get to that and this one it starts right in it which is a good that's a good thing i think it's a good thing but i don't i feel like adrian brody at this point he's just meant to be doing Wes Anderson movies and weird indies. Yeah. He's allowed to stretch his range. The cast is the weirdest cast I've ever seen. Really, I don't I don't like the casting for anyone in that movie. Um, even Lawrence Fishburne, like is it's just weird to have him play that role. Um, yeah. Really the only person that I think fits is Walton Goggins. <laughs> and he's like the Oh, he's amazing. Yeah, he's like the slimiest, grossest character. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna do so much cocaine and that's the character that I that I think is the best out of all of them. That's not good. Adrian Brody's just a just a dude. Yeah, and and, and it's something that um, I've talked about a few times with uh, maybe with both of you, definitely with Levi. Where I feel like actors like Adrian Brody are technically proficient more so than like a Schwarzenegger or an Ar- or a Arnie or Arnie. No. Uh, an Arnie or a Sly, like he's more talented than, than them, but in terms of range, but you put them in a role like a Predator movie where, where they're just meant to be action man, TM, um, you lose, you lose the magic of them. Yeah. Um, it, to me, it's, it's, I don't think he's as talented as, as Adrian Brody, but personally, that's the issue I have with the Jurassic World movies where, um, one of the issues, Jesus, where, uh, Chris Pratt, I think shines really well in Jack Burton roles or in roles which subvert that about him. Um, I don't think he's good in Jurassic World uh, in terms of utilizing his talent because he's just playing a typical Harrison Ford type of character. And in the context of Jurassic Park, you know, which is about ordinary people versus this extraordinary thing, I, I just don't think that resonates. Um, and then I know Nate has a lot to say, but uh, my last point was about the, the, the Predator, the movie that seems to be the biggest contention with people. Um, I like it. Um, genuinely, I I don't recommend it to people. <laughs> so if, if 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 anyone hasn't seen it, uh, keep it that way because I don't want people to come back to me and be like, Preston, what the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> if if I'm gonna allow myself some just some justification, um, I went into that movie. I saw it in the theater opening weekend. I, I went into it with a friend. He and I had very low expectations, very low considering the. The, the critical reception, right? Um, how I felt about the Predator movies at the time, like I was kind of caught up like everyone else, where I was like, "Well, the, the the ones after the first one aren't great," and then pretending that I didn't secretly really enjoy AVP um, and, and things of that nature. But things of this nature, yeah, I was um, about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> things of this nature. Oh man, my impressions are terrible, guys. <laughs> Stop it! But. With the Predator, I like how it goes back to the men on a mission concept. And like people who know me know my favorite type of action movie is the guys. You love it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Talk about it a lot. 
Yeah, no, like most of my top 10 movies of all time are people either going on a heist or on uh, suicide missions. So I like that aspect. I do think in the first, I would say first 75% of the movie, I think um, a lot of the practical effects are really good. I think um, I agree with Levi. I think the design of the Predator looks goofy, but I think in a perverse way, it fits the tone of what Black seems to be going for, which contrasts the original Predator in that I think the reason that people hate the movie so much personally is that besides being a Shane Black movie that does not live up to the promise of his prior work, and I fully admit that, um, I think he makes the movie so comedic and so goofy that the Predator is not scary whatsoever. Like he's treated as a joke. Yeah. And I think that if Predator is like, hey, if Predator is like, if that is your like Beatles White Album, if that is your fucking Sgt. Pepper's ass movie, then that's going to piss you off. And obviously comedy is subjective. You could say the dialogue is terrible, whatever. I think Trevante Rhodes from Moonlight is is terrific. I wish he'd do more stuff like that. I think Boy Hallbrook, who's in Logan as well, one of my favorite movies of the last several years, um, I think he's solid in the movie. The third act, I'm honestly fine with until the last five or ten minutes. Where, when they go into the lab, that's where I thought the movie... Oh, it gets real dumb. <laughs> yeah, it, it becomes a shit show. I can't, I can't front. But everything before that, um, I like in a in a, just a dumb action way. I I I personally, and 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 this goes with my thing about uh, the subgenre that that uh, Predator is a part of. Like like, there's a lot of movies that horror fans like where I'm just like, I don't know what y'all see in that piece of shit. I don't know what it's about. Whatever. The Predator is one of those where I'm like. It's one of those that appeals to me. I, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I haven't watched it since. Um, I probably will watch it again very, very soon. Yeah. I do plan on mainline the rest of the series like Levi seems to be doing. So, um, but that's that's my take on it. When I first watched The Predator, I thought it was fine up until the last act. Mm-hmm. Um, the more I th- thought about it, though, and the more that I thought about all of the character choices was the more I was like... I, I treat it like kind of the same way that I think of the RoboCop reboot. If you take mm. away the RoboCop, it's a fine movie. But when, when, once you like call it a RoboCop movie, it's like mm, you, you you lost a lot of what made RoboCop special. And I feel that way about the Predator. And that's that's all I'll add to that. That's uh, fair. That's fair. Because I, I I don't I don't hate the RoboCop remake either. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think if I was more passionate about 80s properties, um, uh, m- much like you guys, and I think you guys represent more of like the, to be frank, the contemporary moviegoer in that sense. Um, right. I know a lot of, like I, I've been introduced to a lot more 80s classics, genre classics through you guys. So I have you guys to credit for that. So um, coming at this from a very Preston point of view, um, I don't I don't hate the other sequel. But yeah. with, with Prey, Prey gave me everything I wanted. Prey was... It got back to the horror and the terror of the original film. Yeah. There wasn't any, t- <clears throat> there was no tongue in cheek. There was no, being a, a period film set over 300 years in the past, you know, it, it is deliberately devoid of the Joss Whedon-esque dialogue that has developed post-MCU. That's pervaded a lot of blockbusters. And yet, it's not a dreary, dire movie. No, like, you don't leave that movie being like, oh, my God, that was a slog, you know, like movies can 
do that with without the jokes and without the cheesy winks, you know? And that's yeah. a great and, thing. <laughs> and and the and one of the few moments which which is which would be campy in any probably any other movie and not just a predator movie, like the scene where Dakota, I, I think it's Dakota, where he says, "If it bleeds, we can kill yeah. it." Yeah, that I literally stood up. I watched the movie guys at like four a.m. in the morning. Like, literally, yeah, like I woke up super early to cram it in before I went to the gym that Saturday. <clears throat> and literally, I was just beating my fucking chest like King Kong during that moment. I was like, "Yes!" It's, and it makes it's sense nice, within the context. Nice yeah, yeah, it's a nice yeah. callback yeah. too, for sure. And and I think I I love. Um, I love the lead actress. I'm sure you know Nate's going to echo that in a moment when we when we when we finally give him the, the, the <laughs> yeah, mic. Allow him but, to speak. Uh, <laughs> I'm just but, chilling, um, bro. Well, well, <clears throat> I think it gets. I think the decision to to make it a a girl and her dog story. Yeah. Um, you know, because because something that we don't get a lot in science fiction. I think when we get it right, it's delightful. Is the boy and his dog troop. Right. Um. That's something that, you know, I think a movie like I Am Legend had the potential to be the best version of that book um, out of the three adaptations of Matheson's book. But um, much like The Predator, the third act leaves a lot to be desired in that movie. But I think where, where Prey zigs where that zagged is that it sticks to all the conventions of a, of a, of a, of a girl and her, you know, a girl, a girl and her, her, her pet story. Yeah. Um, where you feel something for the pet, you know, it's one of the best characters we've had in the summer uh, by far in a film. There's so much pathos dripping from her performance from the get go. You you know immediately, and there's no force like unlike what a lot of people have criticized this movie for doing, and I think a lot of it is just sexism. There's no forcibly feminist right. agendizing in this movie. The movie is manages to be feminist without saying it. Dude, these motherfuckers that are like, oh, there's no way a female. Everything she does is completely believable and she uses her wits, which is how you defeat a predator. Arnold didn't have a punch fest with the predator. If Arnold got close to the predator, he'd get knocked back. And it happens several times. He has to use his brain. And that's the point of the predator movie the the original and prey is that you have to use your wits because you have this technologically advanced individual who can beat you in every way and it's beyond anything that you've ever experienced even the most trained person does not have the means to do it except for adapting and overcoming the the predator's technology that's how you do it and that's how you do it every time because the predator is over the predator is like a, a a doctor in Africa on safari <laughs> you know like and the way you got to trick him is to fuck up his technology and she does it's, that it's extremely much, well it's the most dangerous game like yeah. literally the the whole point of that short story is 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 to use your smarts to take out the um, the hunter who's making the yeah, which is why I think it's so apt that instead of calling it Predator Five or Six or wherever the fuck we're on, um, they 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 did they pulled a creed to the original's rock. Yeah, where it felt like the spiritual sequel to the original, stripping away the cheese. It was very much a Ryan Coogler, Denny Villeneuve approach um, to the film. Uh, personally, I don't think Prey is as good as either of those movies I'm referring to, 
but I think it's pretty close. Um, considering what, what the Predator series is, um, just by nature of it, I don't think it's it's aiming for that level of depth. What I do think it has, um, unlike a lot of legacy sequels, is is rewatchability. I mean, the fact that Nate has already seen it twice, the fact that Levi has been sent on a Predator canonizing of it, the fact that um, I just pretty much potentially endanger my my movie card uh, by defending the previous film <laughs> to an admittedly much superior uh, prequel. Yeah, I think all speaks to um, how this movie has affected us in, in very positive ways, but also ways in which we're reassessing and reexamining the franchise. And I think um, that's that in addition to just making a bomb entertaining movie, um, I think Dan Trattenberg succeeded where I, the only, the only reason I don't think it's a five-star movie, the, the, I, I don't think the, the script has issues. I think Prey does suffer from something that's becoming de rigueur in the modern blockbuster machine, which is CGI is a mix of great, good, and, and outright dog shit. Yeah. And, um, I mean, there's movies I, I adore that, that have spy CGI. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. There, there's moments of, of Spider-Man No Way Home, for example, that are like, what? Like, y'all could have, yeah. y'all, you know, y'all didn't have to rush that. But I still love the film a lot. Yeah. Um, and Prey is even better. Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've done a lot of research on that. And due to the content overload, uh, we're, I mean, we're, by the time of this recording, we're seeing HBO Max specifically go through a lot of uh, pausing green lighting projects, a lot of them taking uh, a, a lot of their original, excuse me, a lot of their original content being uh, erased from their library for um, an interminable amount of time. Um, we're, we're seeing the effects of that. And I think a lot of that is having to do with, hey, there's a lot of people at home. They work from home. We got used to that post-COVID, all the day and date putting Dune in the, in the theater, but also on HBO Max, putting a big temple like The Matrix in the theater and on HBO Max, Wonder Woman 1984, they lost money doing all that shit. Suicide yeah. Squad didn't do well in theaters, even with the day and date thing. And and it was arguably one of the better blockbusters that WB has done in quite some time. So I think that all speaks to, we're all just kind of tired of like the onslaught of not knowing what to watch because there's too much damn content. And Absolutely. so with VFX, it's gone from being an art form where in a movie that I saw for the first time recently in American Werewolf in London, those effects are crafted to the nines and, and perfectly tactile. They're terrifying, you know, when the movie lets them be terrifying and et cetera, versus Prey, where because of Trattenberg's direction is clear talent, I think you can overlook that. Yeah. Because in the original Predator, um, because it is practical, I think we do forgive to an extent that some of the invisibility effects have not aged well, but I still think it's a five-star movie because it was built without computers and without milky CGI. So For it's time. That's it the great. Yeah. yeah. So that's the, that's the one thing about prey that I think is, is missing, but I think that's a whole different conversation is to talk about the state of VFX in, in modern film. Cause it's not something you can, it's just not something to look forward to anymore. It just, they're half-assing so. it. Like they're being rushed. Isn't Think that the issue like, going on with Marvel right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're over. Yeah. The artists are, are practically going on union strike against That's stuff. That's awful. Guys, yeah. And of course, like the quality is going to drop when you're, you know, you're pulling corporate bullshit like that. When was the last time you had someone? Because I remember this happening a lot. 
but not anymore. I haven't heard it in probably 14 years or something is when a movie comes out, someone is like, Oh my God, like the effects were so good. Like I, re- I remember that jungle book, jungle book. yeah. Jungle books probably. Yeah. Mad max. I remember the talk happening a lot around like when the first Iron Man came out, mm. everyone was like, Oh, it's so realistic. Yeah. Even with the Stay first, uh, the first transformers even, you know, yeah. yeah. Regardless of what it's you true. think about that movie, the It does look good and it's I yeah. think it aged pretty well visually. It aged well. Visually, yeah. 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 <gasps> no, I Bay, can agree Bay's, Bay's always been on cutting edge of effects. Love yeah. Speaking of Bay, I really normally don't like the guy, but Ambulance fucking slaps, so I need to watch that still. Good you probably saw it. I did. I watched it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's really I'm so good. Glad you liked it. Dude, it's really good. What the fuck? I, I was, I, I was like, okay, I knew, I know, I have a feeling Levi would like it, but I was like, Nate could go either way. Cause I Dude, know I can't, I, feel about I feel like I'm like, I'm like, you, you know, you're like, oh, I'm not a horror guy. And I'm like, oh, I'm not an action guy. But then I watch all these action movies. I'm like, fuck, maybe I am, you know? <laughs> no, so you're clearly those. an action guy. For sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you like fucking, ambulance, you're clearly an action guy. Cause Dude, holy shit, yeah. it's a drone effects. The drone, unreal. That was the coolest part of the making of that movie. Sorry, didn't mean to derail. Continue the conversation. Nate, I want to hear what you think about Predator. Uh, or which Prey. one? Oh, oh, just, Prey? Just, your, just your thoughts. <laughs> um, Tell us your thoughts. You haven't said anything. So, I mean, if y'all know me pretty well, I'm more of an alien guy than a Predator guy. Um, that's just like what I grew up on. Um, but I, I don't really know what to say. Y'all have like done so well y'all like ran this ship and you're like hey dr- hey guy that works in the boiler room on the titanic pilot this bitch and i'm like ah um, i'm more excuse me i'm more of an alien fan but i remember watching predator as a young kid coming away with that super like love with the idea i think what's so cool about predator and i think prey kind of gets it right too is it's it starts off as like one movie you know and then all of a sudden the Predator is just like, hey, I'm going to start fucking shit up, you know? With Predator, yeah. it's like, it's a guerrilla mission, essentially. And then all of a sudden shit hits the fan. With Prey, I feel like it's a Native American period piece almost. And then all what happens? The Predator comes in, starts fucking shit up. I think... Which is, I think, what everyone wanted the whole time. Yeah. That's how I, you make a good Predator movie is when way, it's not the focus. That's the best yeah. way to make a Predator. I do agree with Preston. There are a couple of times in the movie where like the CGI was a little shoddy. Um, but I think for myself and the way I kind of like look at movies, if I find the story and characters and all that engaging, I usually kind of put that to the wayside. I'm like, like ah, that's okay. it. Yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, there's like shots in Jaws. There's shots in like Jurassic Park. And I'm like, ah, it's kind of shoddy. But it's like, ah, I'm still like in the ride and I'm loving What'd it. What'd you say? No, I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I said, what did you say? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. yeah, yeah. We're going to start talking shit. Um, I think <laughs> hats off to Trachtenberg because I think he's, re- like you said, he's really good with making his, getting the most of his actors, especially like take Dakota Beavers. This is his first project ever. He was probably my favorite character. He was awesome. Like, and he And he has a great arc. You know, he's like, yeah, doesn't trust his sister. He sees his sister like you know wound that mountain lion in that one scene when she's in the tree and he's like oh shit i'm wrong you're like you're good at what you do and he like gives her that respect he has that scene with her um it says a lot without saying a lot which i appreciate yes 
I don't like being hit over the head a lot. Yeah. Like I can infer things. Yeah, <laughs> you can, can pick can, up I, the spoon yourself right. and feed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can do that. That's okay. I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, yeah, prey doesn't make you feel like an idiot. It doesn't hit you, hit you over the head. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's, I mean... I also loved the design. I loved the design of the Predator. I liked the skull mask because I feel like if you're putting a movie 300 years in the past, I feel like the Predator shouldn't be, um, or the Predator should be, it's, you know, it's technology shouldn't be like the one in 87 where he's got the plasma caster on his shoulder and he's blowing dudes up. But uh, I mean... I thought I it was really like, good. I liked the helmet too. I liked the helmet. I too. thought it was really good. The guy who played the Predator, I can't remember his name, was menacing. Every time he was on screen, I was like, this dude, this dude's intense. And that's what's, you need that in a Predator movie. You need whoever's donning the suit, who's ever wearing that helmet, to be just as menacing and as imposing of a force. And I think, I can't remember the actor's name right now, but I think he did a great job. And no, it's a brilliant physical performance. I, oh, yeah. I, I just just to interject. No, uh, he does a brief. really good job. He's yeah, yeah. It, no, he he was awesome. And I think too, going back to Predators, I think mm-hmm. where the where that movie fails for uh, I mean, it probably fails for me too. I'll just admit it. I probably again, I I'll, I'll probably skip that one. And just watch the Predator. I mean, I've, I've only seen like it once. Predator. I've only seen it once. And like how you were saying, like it's one I'll never really feel to revisit. That's how I felt coming out of that movie. I was like, it's fine, but. I don't mean I it don't just felt very safe, but but the I don't want to keep harping on on that one specifically. But I think with Predator, with the, the original Predator, because I literally rewatched it yesterday and like literally like I got out of my chair and I was sitting on the bed just like my, my like literally my my huge TV just looking at the screen and <laughs> yeah. just being like, bro, what is Dutch going to do this it, if yeah. I haven't seen this movie 50 times right. at least in my life? But like that movie has all these physical actors. That's the thing about it. Predators doesn't really have that. It's going for the, it's going for like, we're going to do a, re- a rehash of the original because people at the time didn't like Predator 2 as much. So here's what people really want. And in, in going for the structure, but not the soul, you lose something there. And I think Prey works because it's arguably the most economic Predator movie because it's very much like, hey, these two people are badasses. This dog's a badass. Yep. The mom agrees with the brother. You get all of that within the first, not even 30 minutes. The movie yeah. is quick about how the script moves. And I think that's much like the pacing Tracks is really well movie. done. Yeah. The pacing it's is really well done. And I think the reason why mid thunder is resonating with so many people is because she's both a talented, dramatic actress. Like she sells those beats well, while also giving you that action heroine, rush where it's like, like she felt ripley. speaking of aliens yeah you know. she felt very ripley-esque as like you you believe you're behind this character all the time like what i love so much about alien and this is why i think aliens one of the smarter sci-fi movies ever in the opening scene where um i think kane is his name gets the face hugger and they try to get him on board and ripley's like no that's against quarantine he's not coming on board like, you don't see that kind of, like, intelligence in movies like that. You know, obviously, she gets overridden by Ash. Ash is like, no, no, no. Like, the company wants this. But that scene always resonates with me because this is why I don't like Covenant. Is like, <laughs> seeing science people do, or, like, people that are 
supposed to be like highly intelligent, quote unquote, um, do things with that would be within their character. Seeing that, I like that, you know, instead of just like, oh, yeah, it must be oxygen when you take your helmet off and like, oh, well, you just fucking die now. Like, do they do that? Oh, yeah. So like. In 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 Alien That's the Covenant, one I haven't seen, by the way. That's in the Alien Covenant, there's like these spores that they re- like that get released, and they like go in your ear and nose, and like they grow an alien inside you. It's really dumb. But um, yeah, at one point in the movie, they're like, "Must be oxygen," <laughs> and they all take their helmets off, and two people get the spores in them. Oh, geez. Like I get it; it's supposed to like drive the story, but like, who fucking cares? <laughs> the the big thing that Covenant does that made me mad because i actually like prometheus i i'm i'm a defender of prometheus but covenant like screwed up what made the engineers interesting for me and um yeah it was just yeah i'm I'm probably i might revisit it once more just to see but prometheus was good soon. until it became an alien an alien like prequel in my opinion once, i can like, forgive it happened, for that I just can't. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a rat's ass how the alien was made. All I want to know yeah. is I want to see a face hugger fuck some dude up and I want to see shit happen. I mean, yeah. I find the engineers extremely compelling. That's all I want to know about. The space the jockeys. Um, yeah. um, one one last thing I want to say on Predator before we move on is, uh, and I'm going to ruin something for y'all because y'all are going to start to notice it now, um, is the design of the Predator. Yeah, because you talked about that like even before, like like not even before the recording, but like you said that was a sticking point for you in your letterbox review, and I was curious. Like, so I've forgiven Prey a little bit because there there are different, uh, you know, subspecies of the predators species, um, and they're you know like humans, they all look a little different, right? right. Um, however one big thing that really i mean stan winston's design in general is incredible there's there, it's just a perfect design he's a great um man. yeah and the the predator even the sound that the predator makes all ties in with the design of the predator and the first predator movie is the only movie where you'll see the predator actually making the noise with his teeth his teeth click together that's what makes the noise everyone else forgets that as each movie passes on and they slowly started widening the face and the skin flap. Like if you look the skin flaps on the side of his mandibles slowly start going out and out and out until like alien versus predator. It's so wide and like, it doesn't even look like the same thing and it opens up a lot and they do that because they can get a bigger, scarier like moment when they scream, right? But then when you it's look the, at it's the Wollum castleization, I call it of, of a movie monster. Um, uh, there was a recent conversation I had. Um, I keep talking about this podcast that I keep that I do. So basically <laughs> I'll just go ahead and plug it right now. Um, I recorded an episode of uh, schlock and awe, a double feature podcast recently. By the time this comes out, it will already be up. So if you're interested, feel free to listen to it um, about the movie prisoners um, and, and the Charles Bronson film, 10 to midnight. And a conversation we had before we recorded was how I was comparing Hitchcock to um, John Carpenter. And I was comparing David Lean to Steven Spielberg, as far as British directors go. Because uh, I believe Jay Lee Thompson, who made Tinder Midnight, is British. And so 
Um, that's something that I've noticed with horror franchises is that the designs of the monsters will begin as one thing. Then it will slowly become a Boncastello meat X right. monster. Right. Um, where they'll become way more. I think by the time you get to, it's been forever since I've seen a lot of those movies, but when you get to the Wolfman meets Frankenstein, which I will never defend as a great movie, <clears throat> but I actually still really enjoy it. Um, the Wolfman looks like ass. Um, whereas the Wolfman in the original 41 movie um, for the time looks phenomenal. Right. And Lon Chaney's performance as the Wolfman is iconic and so influential on probably the Predator and probably the Xenomorph uh, when you get into the later Alien films. So, right. That that's first one about. is always way more intentional because they designed things around what they wanted the movie to be instead right. of just grabbing the design and making a movie with that because it was successful. Um, and like, if you look at the predator in the first one, his, the, the skin by his mandibles is a much forward. Right. And so he, I don't know if it was, you know, intent or, you know, the design of or the animatronics of the time or what something limiting it, but this, his mandibles can't open like that. Right. But it's a lot more realistic because when they do open, they all do so in a very natural way that seems like it's a very living, breathing creature. As you go on, it, it, it starts in Predator 2, but it goes on through all of them and slowly gets worse. Um, they, they, <laughs> it, it really is. like Prey does enough good to where I can look past it for the most part. I prefer the original design. I think it's a lot more tangible, but a movie now about a monster isn't going to be a hundred percent physical. They're going to add CGI elements just because that's what the world that we live in now, gone. you know? Yeah. yeah. And like, while I would prefer some more tangible, um, you know, less super speed jumping through the trees, I can forgive that because everything else around it is done so well that I'm like, okay, like, you know, a lot of that is me probably just wanting what is in predator. Yeah. And you know what? I'm just going to watch predator when I want that. So uh, bro, that that's scene where he was say. running through the fucking tall grass got me so fucking hyped. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, get him, get him, get him. Was that was like, gorgeously shot. Too. Oh, so like that, well yeah. Like Did, there was a lot of great framing. And also well, I love, I think, what I love about the predator is like when she gets caught in that bear trap and it's just like, Oh, this is no fun. And he just leaves her be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> which is like, well, just they that... use the rules of the predator. Right. Well, which is in great. this movie. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 and that's something that I think predators does wrong. They, yes. they turn, <laughs> they turn the predator into a more aggressive thing with less rules. Whereas well, they, prey they, they honors that. They him by doing that. Like they, like, um, where Adrian Brody take doesn't he take him out with a katana? No, that's um, another guy. That's yeah, that's a different. The wait, are you talking about the crucified predators. one? Which predator though in Predators? Oh uh, goodness, I it's one of the three. Predators. It's yeah, one of the three that's chasing them, right? It's yeah, the one with, well, the, there's with the, the pokey thingies at the bottom, right? Yeah, he, there's the aggro way. predator, and then there's like the original oh, that's right. there's like hunter predator. predator. Like, Normie watches him with the katana. There's one predator. There's, I, yeah. I don't think it's the super one, but mm -hmm. like literally, it's like it's like freaking 
lean, scrawny, muscle-ass Adrian Brody washes one of them with a katana. It's like, if I want to watch that, I'll just watch Ninja Turtles. Right. So, well, it's that, no, it's, that's done by the, the Yakuza guy, not Adrian okay, Brody. Okay, okay, my, yeah. my fault. But my even fault. still, scene, like, it's not an interesting scene to me. I was bored during it. <laughs> When I on my revisit, I was I was like, like the, it's just I don't know Isn't the execution Danny Trejo wasn't there. in that movie too. Yeah, he's he's in it for so. like thirty seconds. He's um, the first one that dies, if I remember. Correctly. Yeah, and that's an interesting I, when they use him as bait. Yeah, that was interesting. Like, there's I, interesting I things in it. Yeah, I like. I mean, I kind of like the concept of like taking a bunch of people and dropping them on an island and have predators. Yeah, but like you said, Levi, it's not. They take away the essence of what makes a predator scary and cool and a great movie character, and they just make it a generic horror baddie. I think, yeah, you know, and you, you know, there's perfectly. in the lore, there's a bunch of excuses for that because it's like, oh, this Fuck is a different lore. subspecies of the predator that they go against the code of the predators and they do this on their own. And they're it's uh, like Dark Souls. Called, Ain't nobody gonna read that yeah, shit, bro. They yeah. just want to see some fucking good ass killing right predator is best utilized when they're searching out for that honor of killing the best of the best also i like i like when it's one predator not multiple predators yeah you know yeah yeah exactly they're they're more of a lone thing also gotta throw out like nice predator to call back in in prey yeah it was a nice like it wasn't over the top it was just a part of the story that pistol so yeah predator 2 was, yeah you 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 had to do that because yeah. the the ending of predator 2 is so iconic now yeah like yeah. and uh that just the ending alone has influenced in the entirety of lore and i mean that's how we got the avp series it's a spinoff of that yeah so yeah so yeah no again trettenberg he strikes me as someone who is a is a lifelong fan gets this franchise yeah i can agree when it's good with most with most people right um, if you did it the preston way you'd probably make it a mission movie again uh, but <laughs> that's why i don't that's why i don't make movies okay um, let's each throw out a predator idea for a movie i got one that i think would be cool like like my own style like a, a sequel any time period any place where would you want to have it um i would love to do a 1960s style heist movie with Predator. Um, Interesting. Because, and, and my reason for that is because um, the heist genre is the closest to the guerrilla mission type of movie without being bloody and without being uh, borderline jingoistic. And I think um, we've already seen Predator go up against um, Native Americans, uh, French colonialists which I think Prey touches upon in a very subtle but brilliant way. Um, <laughs> L.A. crime. We've already seen different iterations of that type of action. We haven't seen um, a Mission Impossible type of Predator movie that's not spies, essentially. Because ma- when you break down Mission Impossible, what di- what makes it different from other franchises of its ilk is that they're, they're heist movies at the end of the day. And I think a Predator within like a, um, like a Jules Dassin kind of heist movie where it's very colorful um it's set in broad daylight but the predator comes through it could be like midsummer where the horror is set in broad daylight and you see people getting paled and faces come off in broad daylight and the movie just lingers on that and i think um that discombobulation of discombobulate monochromatic (laughs) 
tone would really hit different with the Predator movie. Um, that would be what I would want to see personally. That would be cool. Nate, what about you? <laughs> Weird enough, I think it would be pretty cool to do a... Um, I think it'd be pretty cool to do a World War One period piece, but then throw a Predator in there during trench be warfare. Fun. With like chemical warfare and other stuff, like with the gas, you know, like how humans have to wear yeah. gas masks. I think that'd be pretty cool. Dude, no man's like land trench, and then yeah, throw in. Lit, yeah, like throwing <laughs> trenches and shit with the predator would be fucking sick. And he's just um, like scouting out like the biggest pieces of machinery to like he's blowing up destroy. Tanks and yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 that'd bro, be really that, fun. That's probably where, I, but I'd start at like first like third of the movie or first like fourth of the movie is like this war mm. movie, you know, like yeah. World War One period piece type shit. That all of a sudden, like, shit starts getting weird. Um, yeah. That's what I'd like to see. Um, That'd be tight. That'd be cool. But I'm also a sucker for, like, I think World War One is really interesting. Um, yeah. Any any Predator in any, like, w- war movie would be tight. Like, just have a war movie. Like, Battlefield, Battlefield. Not like... Because Arnold, I, I want it's a war movie, but it's more, like, small squad type you stuff. Want, like, you want to hear something funny? My grandmother... Yeah is a 80 plus year old frail little white woman up from Iowa up in Iowa um she was actually the first person I watched this movie with this is one of her favorite <laughs> she calls it her favorite military movie That's and she awesome. loves it and she fucking loves it it was it was the weirdest realization That's awesome. but she was like I love predator and I was like do you know what this about like it's about an alien well it might not have been the first time I saw it but I was like, it's about an alien that like kills people and shit. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, all right. That's awesome. You're crazy. That's I mean, awesome. It was a cultural atom bomb back in 87. So I can I can see like, mm-hmm. especially if she's that old, um, were to Nate's grandmother, like you're young at heart if you like Predator. But like, <laughs> I mean, it was a big cultural deal. I mean, um, the yeah, fact that makes that her like 40, had, what, 40 something when it came out. Like that's. Uh, she would have been. Honestly, yeah, forty something, yeah. She'd probably be in her forties, yeah. Yeah, and like it, it had to have been a huge deal at the time to have a movie ripping off both Alien and Aliens and doing something so different that people forget it's a ripoff. It's right. truly its own thing. Yeah, which is why you get into those debates, which helps spawn a spinoff series. Oh, Alien would beat the shit out of Predator, this and that, or Alien movies are better than Predator, ah, you know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, it, it, it Predator's a special thing, and and. It was interesting between Friday, last this past Friday when it first dropped on Hulu, and then of course watching it the morning after, and seeing the online discourse the whole weekend, the wave of positivity, the amount oh, of people yeah. who have seeing Predator. Bill Duke and Jesse Ventura like oh, yeah, Amber and Prey like their um, due diligence was it was great. It was because it's true. I think I, I mean I don't know what y'all believe what how y'all feel, but I think Prey is the best predator movie since predator since the original one from 87 that's yeah i'd put it at a solid number two oh definitely it's definitely number two yeah so my predator movie would be seven samurai meet the predator yeah that's what i want let's go it's just samurai you know samurai period piece you know they're defending a town or something they're being attacked and predator shows yeah i think that'd be really nice yeah ronin versus predator would be yeah yeah Um, like I don't, I don't I, care what happens, but I want. I like that. That's so cool. Because 
like they do that they you could say they do that in predators because they have that one moment but it, it's no it's lame yeah no Compared i want i want like a burning village you know in a duel on a on a bridge over water yeah, yeah people slayed like like there's a way to do that much more interesting than in a wheat field with nothing around <laughs> I also I also want to say one thing that I thought was so interesting about Prey is you felt like um, you felt like the Predator was new to this planet because he was skinning. He was killing everything, trying to find, you know, that perfect. Yeah. Perfect prey, which then in turn, you know, you look at the 87 one, which is is. I guess chronologically would be his return to earth. And he's like, he knows humans. He's like, I'm going to get these. I'm going to get humans. I know humans yeah. are top of the food chain here, which I thought was really interesting because he kills the rattlesnake. Then he fights the wolf at one point. Then he kills the bear and he, you know, progresses. He keeps moving up the food chain, which I thought was a really interesting kind of a, well, that's why I don't think like anybody is like, ah, oh, it's always on earth. It's like, well, no, the predator, predators species knows because they've had several die on earth yeah. that that's like the place to go and right? the humans so are it's, the, it's the easy man. to explain away they're all about challenging themselves exactly like, i mean that's yeah I, I don't i don't get that critique whatsoever that and like i just don't think predator versus any other alien race would be as interesting because right. like part of why horror is effective and scary is because we can relate to it like it, it yeah Horror dig the best horror digs into fears that are humanistic, and what better to do that fucking with than human beings? So no, whoever yeah. said that is smoking the, dicks. The only movie that I would critique it for it should having more than just humans is Predators because it it feels unlikely that that would be the only species that they would you know go across the whole galaxy Why they and like throw their on their. If you were going in on Predators, yeah, yeah, I I just did not enjoy that watch, but. We need to wrap this up. Um, yeah, we need to get moving on the show. The The last thing I'll say is uh, if you're a person who thinks that Amber Mid-Thunder's character in Prey is a Mary Sue, you're a dipshit and you need to learn media literacy. And you also need to rewatch Predator because you have no idea what it's about or its comments on what masculinity is. Um, and so please go get reeducated. And uh, I hope you change your mind. And if you don't, uh, just never talk to me again. Yeah. So Predator 1987 fucking slaps. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Predator 1987 is still the best. I love it's Prey. No, nothing's but better good, than the original. But Not even Predator 2, which people have been saying too. No, people, again, that's that revisionist history. Like it's, it's a goofier movie than the original, which is, I know that was possible, but. After I, watch, I, I, I was like, agree bro, with the Jamaicans, dude. Okay, I agree with what y'all say though. Is like the beginning and end like are really, really well done. I feel like what y'all said, like the middle drags ass. Yeah, I remember watching it as a kid, like being bored at one. There point. are like, parts like that why I is love. it so slow? That movie would have been a lot better because it felt like it almost teetered on the edge of becoming a Verhoeven film. Right. If Verhoeven had directed it, I think it would have been uh, a much more interest. Like the, the, it would have been much more interesting, but yeah, the Jamaicans, I was like, Whoa, like this is no one talks about that ever. Yeah. It's, it is super just 
dated, offensive, it's problematic. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, bad. Like they're cartoon characters, they're caricatures. Uh, and the movie's cheesy enough as it is. Like whenever Dan Glover's like, there's that multi shot, which I don't know. I mean, this is one of the sloppy things I'm talking about, where Dan Glover pulls a gun, and it's like in different shots. It's like. Yeah. Hoo, hoo, it is so fucking corny like yeah how is that better than mctiernan's movie yeah no it's not no no, no it's, it's not people, people online have got to stop with the objectively it's not look <laughs> just because down on that just because it's underrated does not mean it's better than right a perfect movie predator is a perfect movie <laughs> the best part, i though, cannot predator. believe you if you say predator 2 is a perfect movie because it's not I it's like not. it. It has I like yeah, it a lot, but it's it has not. Its flaws. It's not. Predator Two also yeah. has that scene where Danny Glover's like, "You want ugly," and then the predator pulls him down. <laughs> Motherfucker! Like that shit. Like that's I love the, that. I that's love the that. best part of that whole movie, in my opinion. <laughs> Between that and him calling the predator pussy face. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Danny Glover. He the man. Yeah. Yeah. That legend. Like, it, it, uh, there's a lot of good things about it, but it's not it's not perfect. Um, right. Yeah. But, it's it's the best thing about it is that it's Murtaugh playing Riggs. Right. Like it's 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 Glover playing Gibson in, a, in, yeah. a, in a, that type yeah. of movie. But but yeah, I mean, like Nate said, like, and I actually do disagree with you, Levi. Like, I think if Verhoeven made it, it would be more like V Predator, which I think people don't like. Like, it would be. Um, because I don't think people want maidenness out of a predator property. I just don't like, and not to say that the that the feet predator is made up, but I think doing something so radically different with the formula is not what fans want. Like I think they they again, I just think Predator Two was just bound to fail. To be honest, yeah, it um, it's it, an interesting idea, but like when you the thing is again watching Predator yesterday, literally just yesterday, it sets up every single character so perfectly it's so economical with how each person's motivation is found like immediately you know that bill duke and his friend that they're friends it it it, it zigs where rogue one zags with the donnie yen i i will say this what i what's so great about predator is it feels very alien aliens ask where like the squad enjoys each other yeah and they get yeah, along, yeah, which i think is really well done yeah which and, and predator 2 you like danny glover says that he's defensive over his cohorts. He's you see a little bit of interaction with with some of them, but there's never that point. Just based on the nature of what it is, mm-hmm. that like I don't think deep cover with the pre- with the predators is what the series needed. I think yeah. prey is what we want. I think the ideas that you alluded to, which made my idea look like ass, um, are <laughs> what the fans want. So yeah, um, I I I'll walk back my Verhoeven comments a little bit because the the main reason I say that is because it feels like it borders on the edge of satire anyway because the the gangs and the depiction of L.A. and everything is so you know it's dystopian but it doesn't quite go far enough to be like like it goes far but not far enough to where like the offensive depictions are there's any reason for it like why 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 do these dudes look like batman villains you know like <laughs> i don't know it is very it is very uh over the top at least from yeah. it's very remember. of its time yeah. whereas predator has a little bit of 80s but 
is it, it just feels more timeless it just does yeah like, yeah it's just was predator movie. 2 92 or 90 90 90 okay so it's three years that was only three years so they started on that pretty quickly they must have well predator one was such a success yeah yeah no it was it was an atom bomb and yeah. and i mean rightfully so mind, like, rightfully so though it's well, a brilliant movie brilliant movie but also keep in mind like there was so much more time between alien like the second alien and the third alien so like i think i think because aliens was 86 alien 3 was 92 i believe so um within that time that series wrangled with so many directors and then predator 2 just like here we go all right yeah cool so i mean that was in a time when when sequels were not easy to come by and the ones that did happen for the most part usually weren't that good Right, it was true. usually more schlocky, and the good ones came ten years l- later, like Terminator Two or you know Aliens. Aliens, yeah, that's like, true. That's true. Um, so th- I don't know. That's just shocking that it only took them three years to kind of rally that together. And for the most part, yeah, it's it's sweaty and it's great. I love the cinematography. I'll get Predator Two has amazing cinematography. It's no, incredible. it's phenomenal. It's very like, well it, done. I think it's I think honestly it's it's aged better than it did when it came out but in aging better than it did I think it also encapsulates what a lot of what went wrong in, in 90 sequels to yeah. action classics where yeah they up the cheese they lose a, l- a little bit of the character it just again it's it's really that mill for me and a lot of the overly cheesy shot um not composition because the cinematography is great it's the editing like the scene where again the scene where Dan Glover's doing all this stuff, like it, yeah. I mean, listeners can't see me right now, but like if you've seen Predator 2, you know what I'm talking about. Cause uh literally that scene was so corny. And um I just I do think honestly they make the Predator a little goofy for me. Um I agree with that. that I just watched Prey, um, which I think the Predator in Predator oh. 2 could be is potentially more terrifying, but where Prey did a lot more with arguably a worse design, like Levi attested to, I think with Predator 2, they have the residuals of the practical effect, but they still lose a little bit of what made that Predator scary. And I think a lot of it's just the juxtaposition. I think you lose a lot of those amazing Jesse Ventura moments, the the Shane Black moments where he's telling the bad jokes. Yeah, he's telling bad jokes, but that's what makes his character so memorable. Yeah. yeah. The, the woman who doesn't speak because she's that fucking terrified and there's a language barrier. Like, right, right. These are all things that may possibly happen in a situation like that. Yeah. And Predator it feels 2 believable. Do that. Yeah, yeah. But whereas Prey does, which is why. Yeah. Uh, but I guess my closing thoughts, uh, Prey's great. Watch it if you haven't. I mean, it's the the highest, uh, it's the most watched Hulu debut in, in the, the, the streaming services history. So if you haven't seen it, um it's good you're boring yeah no yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. i get it <laughs> i get a big recommend from me i i think it's great um i i love the predator franchise because regardless of the decision made for each movie each predator has its own unique personality which is something that's wholly different from any other horror creature or monster um because they are into they are individuals they're it's not the same monster every time it's always different people or different uh, characters and uh, prey I think is a very strong strong movie and uh, I, I I would recommend I think I gave it four stars so uh, I might watch it again and bump it up to four and a half 
I I was kind of like y'all. I was bouncing between the two, and I opted for four just because I felt like that was that that gives that gives it enough room to where if I rewatch it, I won't be disappointed that I was like overhyped, you know. Um, and I might raise it up. So that's my thoughts, Nate. It's good. Go watch it. <laughs> I don't okay. got much to say. All right, good, I've seen it good twice. Deal. I should say yeah, enough. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. This man watched the Comanche dub, so uh, yeah, and it's good. Yeah, I, I yeah. think, I think Levi's right though. It's gonna be one of those things where if I ever watch it later down the road, which I know I will, it'll just be the English dub. Well, there you go. Good movie. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Sound Crusaders or Instagram and TikTok at Soundscape Crusaders. Until next time. You're one ugly motherfucker.